Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese broken, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Black! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Third grade's a nightmare. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. Kevin's not here, but welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back, and we are excited. We're coming up on the end of Mighty Ducks Game Changer Season 1 to help us Get there. We have Bella Higginbotham and Tegan Burns here. You know them as Lauren and Maya. I'm a little nervous because both of your characters are kind of like intimidating in different ways. Uh, Tegan, do you find yourself, you know, falling into Maya mode where you're, you're kind of like, uh, you know, sassy and cutting people down? Like how hard was that to get out of? Um, there was definitely a lot of like practicing like that attitude and that like tone and that sassiness to Maya. I don't think I'm normally like that. Hopefully not. But uh, (laughs) that was definitely it was an interesting playing that character and that just tearing people apart easily. (laughs) Did you get any like joy out of that? Like, I feel like that could be fun. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, I guess I could say that like I guess you know there could be some fun to that of like I mean it's not real it's like not insulting actually people but it's like it gives it a try of like I guess there could be a little fun to that yeah perfect perfect so uh I'd be curious Bella like how much information do you get like did they tell you hey you and Tegan should be best friends because your characters are gonna you know have this relationship there Yes, actually, um, it's written in the script and in like some of the scenes you get to see uh, Lauren and Maya's relationship, but I feel like they do become close friends, uh, even though they're really different. Um, And I think that's, that's a really good thing to show that even if you're different, you can be friends. Yeah, yeah. And just, I guess, how did this sort of all come to you? You guys have both been acting for a while. And and how did you sort of uh, get on the Mighty Ducks radar there, Tegan? Um, Well, for me, I started like in this whole business when I was much younger. And I kind of followed after my, I have three brothers and I kind of followed after what they were doing. And I started with mainly just modeling and like commercials and stuff. But eventually I booked my first role in a film I can only imagine in third grade and then I ended up just I guess like slowly evolving to get into the radar of this like whole thing and it was pretty crazy getting the audition and then booking a series regular on a tv show on Disney plus so it was pretty crazy yeah Bella what was that sort of audition process like for you um well I 
at the time I'd been doing a lot of self tapes uh, for just whatever shows I'm like good for, I guess. And so I taped the audition and I sent it to my agent and manager. And then I waited a while and they were like, and then I got a call and it was like, you booked this. And that was crazy because this is my second like film thing. I do a lot of theater, but I did not imagine for a second that my second like film opportunity would be for Disney plus. (laughs) I, it was crazy, but I'm really lucky and I'm very happy. (laughs) Um, So Bella, we remember, I guess sometime last year, um, like kind of like the, the casting sheets came out and there was like descriptions of some of the kids and for what eventually came your character. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly the wording, but it's some kind of like warrior princess kind of like, you know, girl who kicks butt was kind of like the, the description there. Is that something, is that what you were reading for and how did you kind of prepare for what is going to, what is a very unique character? Uh, yes, she's, a total nerd. She really likes Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, whatever role-playing fantasy stuff like that she's into. And I think that she really brings that in her clothing sense and the way she carries herself. Um, she is total warrior princess, isn't afraid of people. She She's a really brave and strong character. Uh, and I think that not being afraid to express yourself in the way she dresses, like wearing a cape, um, I think that that's cool. (laughs) And Bella, did you get to, um, create some of the backstory or, you know, are these things that you just kind of imagine as your own and like, do you think, okay, you know, Lauren, she loves this music. She likes doing this on weekends. And do you just kind of like get in that mindset? Yes. I feel like a lot of actors when they're given a limited amount of material will just kind of fill in the blanks because it's fun. That's one of the things I really enjoy about acting is filling in the blanks of a character being like, hey, this is what, this is, this is her playlist. This is, she likes drawing. She likes playing this kind of music. Like I, I feel like I had a lot of room to kind of create Lauren and portray her. And, um, and Tegan, similar question. Did you, like, what are some things about your character that, you know, maybe aren't going to be on the screen, but, you know, you know to be true about her because you, that's what, like, uh, you've thought about when you're portraying her? Um, kind of like Bella said, there's, like, a lot of space to fill in in the blanks. And based on with the sides and reading in the script and kind of seeing how she reacts to certain things, you can tell that, well, in the beginning it was, she was very insecure, but throughout the series and season, you see her gain the confidence. And I don't know if it, it doesn't directly say she gains confidence, but you can see her become more confident and she has this new set of friends. And it may seem like she doesn't, like she's really harsh sometimes, but I imagine that she really does care about these group of friends and she really does feel lucky to have them and have this friendship group and that that she didn't have beforehand and she felt that she wasn't really belonging with them and she's glad that she has them now. 
So let's let's go to the actual skating, the old hockey. Uh, Bella, what was that training like just to get ready to, obviously, you know, you have extras and whatnot, but uh, what was it like just to learn hockey and get that training in and, and how difficult was that? So <laughs> for the pilot, which we filmed in like February, right? Um, we had two weeks of just hockey camp where we learned the basics of skating, which I've never played hockey before or been like interested in hockey. So those two weeks were very, very helpful. And then when we went back for the rest of the season, um, we had another two week training. And I feel like I learned a lot about skating and hockey and watching everyone else progress as like hockey skaters and hockey players um was really cool we our coaches uh Dave and Brad were super helpful like they taught me everything I know about hockey um and I feel like my hockey double also thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Belle how would you rate yourself as a hockey player at this point (laughs) um (laughs) Like on a scale of one to 10, 10 Uh being like the best hockey player in the world and probably one being like not being able to skate whatsoever, Mm -hmm. I'd say three and a half. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. (laughs) Like I can do things. I can do things, but I would not be able to be much help in a game of hockey. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. Being able to do things is a good skill to have. Tegan, how would you rate yourself? Honestly, I'd say me and Bella have the same skill level. I mean, like we, I feel like we're both the same. I'd say I'm like a three and a half too. Like, because it's like, we can do the basic skills. Like we can go backwards. We can do crossovers. We can go forward and we can do all of that. But it's like, if we were put in an actual, like, game and scrimmage would we be able to for 10 like winning things I don't know about that but I'd say we can do the basics and we could we can definitely compete in one but are we going to be the best one there probably not (laughs) yeah so we recently had um Matt Doherty on uh, a few weeks ago and of course he plays Averman in the original Mighty Ducks, and of course, he comes back for Game Changers, and, and we pose him the question of who would win, you know, the original Ducks District 5 or the Don't Bothers in a hockey game. You know, of course, he was very diplomatic, and he said it would be a great game, um, but I think he ended up giving D- District 5 the edge. Um, Bella, how, how would that game go out, the, the Don't Bothers versus the original Mighty Ducks? I feel like the original Mighty Ducks have a lead on the amount of players they have, and how long they've been skating because I feel like pond hockey they've got hockey engraved into their like beings um and I feel like some of the new like hockey players like Lauren for example I don't think that hockey has been much of a part of her life like I think since she lives in Minnesota it's like yeah there's hockey but I don't think she's ever really played hockey so I think that the OG Ducks would have an advantage to having more players and having more experience. So probably, probably District 5. 
and Tegan, would you uh, would you agree or do you think you guys would take District 5 down? Uh, I think I'd agree with that because we also have Alex as our coach, which she is a great coach, but I feel like she is kind of like new to this whole hockey thing and she's just grown up watching her son play hockey and that's really the only knowledge she has of it, whereas... I mean, they had Gordon Bombay as their coach from the start of it, really. So it's like they have more experience. They have more players. And they also have Bombay, whereas we have Alex and a little bit of Bombay, but not 100%. Yeah. The players thing is a good point that I don't think I thought of. Like, you guys only have, like, seven players. Exactly. Like, I think we're – I don't actually know this, but are we the only two defensemen? Yeah, we're the only two defensemen. <laughs> so oh, we're geez. just playing an so, entire game, so we can't, like, exhaust like, fresh players. This. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we can't have line changes or anything like oh. that, and I feel like District 5 would definitely have that advantage. Yeah, they have backup people. <laughs> we're, uh, let's see, so we're recording this, you know, a couple of weeks before the finale, and we're still waiting for our new Czech friends to do something. Um, and so we're, we're hopeful that we get to see that. Do you have any uh, teasers for what maybe uh, they're going to be producing on the ice? No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the checkmates definitely have. They have a great storyline. Like their characters yes. are great. And just like, even though they came in later, like their characters are amazing. Exactly. Like- and I feel like they have a lot of. They've given us a lot of moral support and definitely hockey support, of course. Yeah. But I feel like adding more players was a very, was a smart move, like for, I guess, Alex or whoever decided they them. could, yeah, yeah. recruited them. Uh, so I think that they're definitely an asset. Yeah. Very good. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we sort of talked about the original mighty ducks here uh obviously I, w- I would assume you guys have watched the movies at this point now yes. all three of them okay <laughs> so this is a very uh controversial topic on our podcast here the the rating of the movies from like best to worst of the original trilogy so Tegan, how would you rate you know mighty ducks one two and three from best to worst um i'd say the best one is the first one because it's like it truly is like just like the start of this whole thing like the trilogy now the series and so I'd say it's like introducing every character and everyone in the storyline so I'd say one would be the best and then I'd say next would be the third movie I think and then last would be the second movie Bella same I I tend to agree agree with Tegan on this I really think that the first movie is it's probably my favorite. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, the one, three, two is not a very uh, common ranking, but I, I like it. I like, yeah, most people do two, one, three, or three, two, one. I feel like there's a lot of nostalgia for like Team USA. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's that's where it goes. And then, you know, Iceland and all that. But yeah, uh, yeah. let's go back to Game Changers though. So episode five, is really kind of your guys's breakout episode, I guess. I don't yeah. know where. Yeah. I guess we learn we learn about you guys a lot more in that episode. Uh, you guys do a nice little TikTok dance. Uh, like, yeah. how much preparation went into that dance, there, Bella? Um, I don't actually remember how long we had to learn the dance, but 
we had uh, we had someone like teach us the dance that they were gonna do, and we had this song that they chose. And so basically, in our off time, we just practiced it. And I don't actually know how much time. Like, I think it was. It like couldn't have been less than a week. It was definitely less than a week. Um, yeah. It wasn't like two days or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> less than a week. Yeah. <laughs> So taking, I mean, are you nervous when you got a film there? Like, or were you pretty comfortable with the dance? Like, how was it uh, just actually pretty getting it on film? Uh, I have no experience with dance at all. So I feel like learning the dance, like it was me, Bella, and um, Mo was the coach. And it was like fun learning it and stuff. And like, we, we actually lived together during the filming. So we'd like go home and we'd like practice it and stuff, but it was definitely really nerve wracking, like going to set to film it, just knowing, because we did have like limited time, like pretty sure, I actually think it was like supposed to be the very next day, but they ended up having to, they had some like issue with filming. So it was like, ended up being Monday, oh, yeah. I feel like it was Thursday. So like we had the weekend, but it was supposed to be like the next day. So we were like, what, <laughs> what do you and mean? And we had like, a whole nother emotional scene to film before that. And then you also had another dance to learn. Yeah, I, I learned two dances. So they're like, okay, you're gonna learn this dance and then you're gonna film it in a couple of days. But then as soon as you're done with that one, you have to learn another dance and filming that the very next day. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. And I was like, this is interesting. Um, it, was, it was nerve wracking for sure, but it was fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah. How did you think it, it came out in the end there for you, Tegan? I think it turned out pretty good. Like we didn't get to see the final edit of it, like when we clap and then we like change into different outfits. But I think it came out pretty, it looked good. I think it looked funny. Yeah, like, we did our best. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. So yeah, uh, I mean, you mentioned you live together. Uh, Bella, yeah. how was it with, you know, what was it? Eight kids uh, kind of all in the same area uh like what what kind of hijinks went on there so uh I feel like I feel like living with Tegan was a really (laughs) was probably the best way that could have gone like I think we get along pretty well and we made it without like murdering each other or anything um (laughs) and I feel like throughout the like five or six months that we have known each other all like all the kids I feel like we got to be like really close and I we definitely were close with these people I mean we had like the same we had the same struggles and triumphs so that will bring some odd kids together (laughs) yeah taking what I mean obviously you don't really know anybody too well at the beginning was that nerve wracking to have to like live with this completely different person? And, and what was those early days like? Well, we lived together during the second part of filming because like okay. there's the pilot and then the space and then the second filming. Right. But definitely during the pilot when we all first met each other, that was definitely very nerve wracking for me. I don't know about everyone else, but for me, I was definitely very nervous because I was like, okay, these are a bunch of kids I don't know the ages of all of them like I know they're around my age but I don't really know how old these kids are and I was like 
how is this gonna go? Are we all gonna hate each other? Or are we all gonna be friends? We ended up being friends, but it was, it was definitely a nerve wracking thing for me. Um, but like the, we all ended up being like around the same age. Like I think, I think Belle is the oldest out of. I'm them. the oldest uh, yeah. besides Forrest, but like yeah, he oh, plays yeah Chuck yeah. brother, and yeah, so she was the oldest, and then I think I was one of the youngest out of is all. Is he of them. the youngest? I think Sway is. Oh, right. Sway's the youngest. Yeah, Sway's the youngest. And then I think I was like the third youngest. Yeah. But it ended up being, it ended up being not as nerve wracking because we'd all go and hang out and it was definitely very calming to be friends with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had Maxwell, DJ, and Sway on in a previous episode. And they told the story of Brady having uh, some sort of like fart spray and spraying oh. it in the classroom. Oh my God. Bella do you remember what happened there I want to get your side of the story I just remember the it wasn't as bad for me because I was like I was on set or something but oh my gosh um so we have this school trailer we have these two two school trailers actually and on one side we had like me Tegan and Kiefer and sometimes some other people is mainly me taking and keeper. And then the other side was like Brady and I don't I don't remember who else. I feel like DJ was in there sometimes. I don't know. I don't know what was happening on the other side of the trailer, but I remember one day Brady thought it was a great idea to spray fart spray in our side of the trailer. <laughs> and it didn't go away. It did not go away. It was like, it stayed there for so long. Like, I think it was a week and it still was like, it wasn't as it bad was at all, but it was ridiculously long and like limited ventilation. It was, and like at base camp, everyone was like, everyone could smell it. It wouldn't go away. And <laughs> It was so bad. And I remember everyone was so mad at him for like so long. <laughs> and I mean, thank I never thought I'd say this, but thank God for masks and like having to wear those because yeah. without that, it would be like that much worse. But I remember the set teachers were like really because they have to sit in there all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it. Like, like, can you describe the smell? Like, what did it smell like? Well, like it was, it was so weird because as soon as we had like a little warning though, because the teacher told us, she's like, just letting you know, one of the kids sprayed fart spray in our side of a trailer. And she's like, it smells really bad, but I'm pretty sure as soon as we walked in there, we were like, okay, this doesn't even smell that bad. But then we smelt it as soon as we got further <laughs> in and we we're like, oh my gosh, what is this? So we had like all the doors open, but it, it smelled gross. It was so gross. Like, oh. even, like the name describes it perfectly. <laughs> it was awful. And we were like spraying Febreze too. And Febreze is just not good for us. It's not good for us spraying so much of that. <laughs> and so Tegan, did you guys like say, okay, well, we've got to get him back or we need to uh, find a way to, to make this even. Were there any other hijinks that you tried to pull? I don't think we, I don't think we did. I think we that. wanted to, but we didn't really. We were like, okay, all these people are like kind of freaking out about what the smell is because they couldn't even figure out what the smell was originally. 
like they were like what is the smell coming from and they were like freaking out they were like is did something die like an animal and they were like so concerned but then they were like he's like oh I sprayed fart spray and they're like oh everyone got so mad at him though so we didn't I feel like we didn't do it we didn't do anything after that because of that because mm-hmm. we didn't really like, get in oh, trouble let's not, let's yeah. not push any of your buttons anymore <laughs> yeah like, oh wait so <laughs> was brady originally trying to like sneakily do this or did he sort of own up to this you know proudly I think he, he owned up to it like yeah, he owned up to it afterwards yeah but I think he was trying to do it like into our trailer secretly but the teacher ended up telling us before we even got there so we had like a little bit of preparation mm-hmm. yeah but nothing could have prepared us for that <laughs> <laughs> nothing yeah. I mean, like, a bag of dead rodents, <laughs> like, lit on fire, and then just left in the rain. Like, I think yeah. that that would describe... That's a good des- description, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that really gives us a visual. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but like, so- not a small bag. It just... Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... Was Brady sort of the instigator on set, or did anybody else uh, cause trouble... Uh, around I mean, the set there i feel like i feel like we all had our fair share of pranks sure and i feel like we all um i mean a bunch of teenagers just like <laughs> five months together i mean there was mm-hmm. there was what a lot of stressful expect? things exactly <laughs> and there was a lot of stressful things so just like i feel like some people embraced being like a teenager more than others um but I definitely think that we're still kids so mm-hmm. us doing things like that isn't like it's not the I end mean, of the world for sure exactly and like I don't know but I but don't like know we if- we kind of pulled a prank on Brady like it wasn't like right after the whole fart spray situation <laughs> it was towards the very end of the show do you remember the scarf thing no, I like, don't remember the scarf thing. Oh my god! Okay, it's like towards the end, we like the different color. Do you remember? <gasps> that? Yeah. Yes. So, so towards the end of the show, we like, like there's like extras in the audience, and like they had, they had like the normal don't bother color scarfs on, mm-hmm. but like I would just randomly said to Brady, I was like, oh my gosh, that person's wearing a hot pink scarf or like some random color, and he was like, what? He was like, where? He's like, right there. I was like, are you blind? Right there. And he's like, I don't see it. And then Bella came up and I was like, Bella, Bella, look. And I was like, isn't that scarf like pink? She's like, oh my gosh, what does they do? What are they doing? And then we got like the directors in on it. We got background people. We got everyone in on this prank. It was crazy. And I didn't know, I didn't know what you were doing, but I was like, <laughs> yes, it's pink. It's hot pink. Go along with it. Just go along it with it. It couldn't be more pink. And yeah. <laughs> like we had him going for a long time and he kept like going up to people and being like, oh my God. is it pink? And <laughs> if we hadn't told them yet, they, they were like, no, it's not pink. What are you talking about? And, and they're like, no, 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 no. So they're like behind them saying, no, it's pink. Yeah. <laughs> like, he even went up to the person that was wearing the scarf and was like, can I see your scarf? He was like, what color is that? And we were like, oh my gosh, now what is he doing? We're like, okay, maybe we're taking this a little too far. And so we, I think we got some of the extras around him to like 
say that it was pink. And we got and... the director too. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like we got the people he trusted to say that this scarf. All was the pink. kids. All the kids. Did too. we ever get his grandma to say it was pink? I think we wanted to. I feel like we text. Someone texted her and said, I "Tell think... her it's pink." If yeah. anyone else. But I think one of the parents or teachers told. I think it was one of the teachers told her. Him. Oh, I think it was Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. That's uh, that's a great prank, you know. You know, you can imagine him being like, "Oh my God, I'm colorblind. I've got to rethink my whole wardrobe." Um, really, com- really committed there, uh, which we shouldn't be surprised by, since you guys seem like you're pros. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we do this thing called the quiet question. We told people, hey, you you guys are going to be on. What questions do you have for them? So uh, we picked the best one. We try to answer. This comes from Andrew Beck. He asks, uh, which of the don't bothers is most like their character and who's least like their character in real life? And uh, I guess we'll start with you, Tate. Okay, I'd say most like their character is Maxwell. Yes! He's exactly <laughs> like his character. Like, every single thing about him is exactly like him. It is so weird, like, how crazy it is. For least like their character, I don't really know who's least like their character. I'm trying to, like, think of everyone. I feel like all of us, like, have some similarities, but a lot of us have, like, nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I feel like either you or I are probably least like our character. Yeah. Like... Because you're not terrible to people. I don't think I don't think I'm a terrible person. Yeah, you're not a terrible person. I mean, Sway. I mean, I don't know if she's like her character. It's like there's some parts that I could see her being her character, but it's like there's other parts where I was like, I don't think she's so intense. Like, yeah, I have to be the best at everything. I'm going to Harvard. I'm getting a scholarship on hockey. It's like it's not so like intense with her. I think she's very more like calm and like comfortable to be around so i wouldn't say sway is really like her character yeah i but. agree with that thank you guys we appreciate it uh we are coming up on time here this has been a lot of fun we look forward uh so this is going to come out right before the finale so finale of mighty ducks game changers uh it'd be episode 10 now friday Woo! disney plus you know what to do you know how to get there at this point you better know how to find disney plus uh <laughs> Uh, for us, the quackatechpod.com, at quackatechpod on Twitter, facebook.com, slash quackatechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, uh, tell us, you know, your experiments with fart spray, I guess. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The Quackatech!